What's up, family? I'm Juan Castillo, and when I'm on social media, my favorite show to watch is the Don't Shoot the Messenger weekly podcast. Chris G, professional Sutton, Rucker Report delivers sports the way it's supposed to be, real and authentic. So get ready to be entertained. My boys are ready. I'm ready. Let's go. The cameras are on. The zeros are on the clock. Get ready for the realest, most authentic, most entertaining sports podcast there is. You may think you know sports, but they know sports and speak the truth. Here to bring you that truth is your big three. Give it up for professional son, Chris G, and the Rucker Report, Jersey. There's nothing to debate when the message is this clear. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. I'm lying. Here we go. All right. Welcome to another edition of Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. And I'm your boy, Chris G. This your boy, The Rucker Report. So we had to come on, man. It's a lot going on in the NBA. Uh, we got some trades, some possibilities going on. So it's a lot. We missed the NBA Finals. But don't worry about that, though. We here. We here. We here. Fellas, how y'all doing today? Fantastic. That's why I like Sensational. That. There we go. That's why I need to hear. I'm that. just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> yeah, you stupid. Yeah, you stupid. That too. Speaking of speaking of getting fined, I'm, I'm going to let y'all know, man, where you can find us, man. You can find us on these platforms here. Uh, Facebook, Real DSTM, uh, Twitter. Uh, also, we are streaming right now on YouTube. And uh, yeah, that's where we at. That's where we at. So, I want to jump straight into it, fellas. Um, winners, losers of the NBA offseason. Who you who do you guys think is winning? Who you guys just think is up right now? Because it's a lot of people that are upset about some of these uh picks right now. Chris, I'm gonna start with you, man. Um, I don't know. It's tough to say who's uh, who's winning and who's losing right now. It's too early. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still a lot of big dominoes. I mean, I can say a name of somebody who's losing, and then they might land Kevin Durant. I don't know. Right, true, true. It, it's just too early in the game. There's too many big pieces still out there. So I, I can't say who's the winner and, and, and who's a loser, but I can say that. You know what? There's one team I could definitely say is losing. The Knicks. They lose. <laughs> That's nothing new. That's they lose. <laughs> They're not getting Kevin Durant. They're not getting Kevin Durant. They're not getting Kyrie. They losing. They losers. Next, but but how about my man Handbone, man? He been he been coming up here thirteen straight summers talking about that the Nets is going here, the Nets is going there. What thirteen are, straight going, summers? Man? Yo, every yo <laughs> Handbone is he might be bad luck right now, yo. Everybody Handbone yo, wanna, touching is it's just crazy, man. I want to keep it a buck. Handbone called me yesterday. Crime. <laughs> he called me yesterday. We had a nice huh? we had a nice long conversation about the Brooklyn Nets, yo. You mean New Jersey Nets? You know what I mean? We had a nice long conversation. That man, that man know what his future looking like. <laughs> what yeah, he's you... fine with it. And he's fine with it. Just like, just like the rest. Of... See, see, here's the problem that that people don't understand. Tell we talking about the Nets, man. Like, 
We hey, didn't bro, start hold on, really. Bro. Hold on, bro. It's like a crazy no, glare, no, yo. Just... People, yo, people can't see your money maker, man. It's like a crazy oh, glare. Man. The hold, light. hold on, man. Y'all, y'all cutting into my playing time, which man. is my mating time. <laughs> I'm just saying. As my man Kitten Play used to say. <laughs> hold on, we gonna we gonna move this thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are gonna get right. Let's get right. Nope. That yeah, that glare is worse. Yeah, I just want people to see who my who my big brother is, man. That's it, man. You know what I'm saying? Okay, all right. We did some more. Some man. Um, Aaron, what's up, man? Season. We doing Okay, there we go. All right. You getting better? All right. The, um, the internet working. Nah, I mean, Hambone ain't got no reason. He ain't got no reason to be mad. He know what it is. He been know what it is when he you know. Hambone know what it is. Too. He real, but but the reason I say that is that he a real Nets fan. Oh yeah, he is. So he understands what's happening. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, and like I said to him yesterday on his live, they're gonna be better off just blowing it up now. Mm. Just yeah, blow it up. So the Nets did all that, bro. You're gonna get pieces back. You're gonna get pieces back that you need. Blow it up. So. I mean, is it? Huh, I wish I would have saved those clips of when we were talking about this and you guys were talking about this and you guys said, listen, this ain't going to work. Okay. I believe the term and correct phrase. No, Chris, guys, what I tell you. But that you guys use to describe the situation, Ruck. What Two weirdos you, don't work. Okay. What's don't going work. on? Exactly. Y'all been saying this. Yo, li- listen. Since this started, okay, pre-pandemic, y'all said, listen, yo, that's cool. It looks good. But two weirdos ain't going to work. It's not going to work. Ruck said, yo, not on duty. I'm telling y'all. Not on duty. I was a fan of KD when he was at OKC. It ain't going to work. You know what I'm saying? Chris said, yo, I like Kyrie. I like KD. But those are two weirdos. Why you acting weird to me? And now look. And now look. Now look. I'm, I'm just saying, Aaron said Nash might Yo, go home you too. Know what the funny thing is? What's that? Aaron, Aaron said what? I said he said Nash might be home too. I think that ruck might be frozen. Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Yo, you're good, you're good. And, and, and that needs it. That needs to happen. Yes. Like Nash does need to go too, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. We said this years ago that one, neither one of them, Doug, what's up? Know how to live. Neither one of them know how to live in an area where there's going to be high criticism. Yep. And why in the world would they would they choose to go to the market of New York City? Because they wanted the gentrification, Brooklyn. And this is what you get. That's what they wanted. They wanted that. Bro, okay, and they got that. This is what you get. <laughs> this is what you get. And exactly. and here's the thing. So how long have they both been in, in Brooklyn for, for at least three years? Almost. Almost. Almost three years. Right? And in, th- and in three years, what what did the Nets have to show for? Nothing. One one Nothing. one playoff victory. Yeah, one. So one playoff one. series victory. So 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 okay. One. So so correct me if I'm wrong, right? Because I don't know basketball. So you telling me, okay, 
I'm just waking up from under this rock, right? The pre Kyrie. Okay, HU, I see you. So the pre Kyrie and KD Nets have won more playoff games than with Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Is that what you're telling me, Rock? Griff? Are you telling me also that they also had James Harden? Hold on, say that again. Oh, wait, 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 okay. wait, wait, wait. Say that part again. So you're telling me that the pre-KD and pre-Kyrie Nets have won more playoff games within the last five years? No, no, they didn't. No? They okay. Because they, they got a playoff. They did get a playoff series win. They got to the second round. Okay. Once. And the previous ones they did they didn't. So no. They they got more dubs. Okay. And and you gotta remember, not only did they get the uh I think that was a clean sweep they had of oh, I can't remember who they played in the first round last year. Do you remember? Nah, I can find out. Either way. It don't matter. They 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 got a sweep in that one and then this year they did I mean not this year. That same year they got three victories over Milwaukee. Oh, so so, so that that gives them at least seven, you know, victories as a as a unit. Well, that ain't nothing to that ain't nothing to you know throw a celebration about. But but. it was championship or bust with those two. Yes, it was. Also, they had James Harden. Okay, Aaron said, "What's weird about KD?" Well, who wants to explain this? Who wants to explain this? Somebody say KD and Portland. Hannibal. It's four letters. It's four letters that Kobe said best. S O F T. Oh. You soft, B. Mm. I mean, you soft. I, I'll go even deeper than that of oh, oh, what makes Kevin Durant a weirdo. He's um, hypersensitive to what people say about him. Now, it doesn't affect his basketball play, but it does, a, you know, it, it does draw a reaction out of him out of every single thing that people say. He's never happy. He wasn't happy in OKC, so he left. He got the Golden State, won two chips, wasn't happy there, left, went to Brooklyn, got everything he wants, wasn't happy there, ready to leave. You know, it's jumping out the window, defending Kyrie, talking about Brooklyn didn't get the chance to know Kyrie or understand (laughs) him. I don't need to... Hold on. I don't need to know you understand you. I gave you a contract with a lot of money up here. I need you to come to work. That's what I understand. See, if you would have got hurt or it was yep. things out of your control, then we could talk about we didn't understand you. Fam, you didn't come to work because you wanted to throw your sister a birthday party. I got problems with that. Mm. If I'm the net, I personally, Chris, don't have a problem. It's not my money. I don't care. But I'm just saying if I'm the Brooklyn Nets, I got a problem with that. And you got KD capping for this man who literally makes Gave him a, 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 a roadmap. Yo, this is what we could do to be great. Mm-hmm. Got him to leave a dynasty to go create his own dynasty that they both ruined. That's weird. Okay. That is weird. So, Why would you So do that? my thing is, let's, let's split it. I got my man B's in here my freaking off. My thing is, let, let's split the accountability down the middle. Hold on, right. Freaking off B's up. Yo, let's let's put it down the middle though, right? Think of it this way. KD left OKC with people that he said was his boys, right? Yeah. He didn't try to convince James to stay. He let James go. He was there with, with Russ and Serge and 
and Nick Collison and Jeff Green and all that. He wrote it out, I guess, until he felt like he could. But remember, this is the same KD that told everybody that he would be in the building before he left the city and he left out the door on the guy from the tournament. Hold on, Rock, I'm sorry. Just to get yeah. on the jail to him. Yeah, um, and then do what he said, play with, play free-flowing basketball with his friends, and then what happened with that? Yeah. You get an argument with your boy, and then you don't leave? Because that's what happened with him and Draymond. Mm-hmm. So, and Rock, then now, Rock, even though you, you get back to Brooklyn and get with the person that you say you want to be with, Huh? Yo, everything you said up until what? Draymond, ain't nobody heard, yo. You sound like a straight robot. Like a robot, yeah. Your joint was chopping in and out like... Oh, <laughs> Your joint was good. chopping in and out like crazy. Damn. That's, that's all good. And you had made some good I don't know what's happening. I think that's quick. Yo, quick. Nah, what's yours is crazy. Nah. <laughs> nah, nah, no, nah, I mean, hold on real quick. Let me just read these comments real quick. All right, just hold that. So I got... Uh, so we talked about why, um, you know, KD is obviously where um, Doug said the four divas of the NBA uh, just destroyed the net. Um, Hannibal said KD to Portland. And then also, um, you know, everybody's agreeing like, yo, he's soft. Hannibal said KD not soft. Don't forget what he did in that finals against Toronto. You talking about the one that he lost? Is that the one you're talking about? Also, B said the problem is KD is not a Batman. Him and Kyrie are Robins. And I think that we've been saying that. Uh, tell Ruck, come to Comcast, get rid of that frontier. B said, yo. Yo, here's the, I don't agree with that. I don't agree that they're both robbing. I don't I don't think first of all, B's I got Comcast. Freaking off. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, well, go ahead, Chris. I, I don't think they're robbing. I mean, you, you can make the argument that for Kyrie being a robin, Kevin Durant is definitely not no robin. He got the mentality of a robin. Mm-hmm. He certainly got Batman talent. He'll he'll leave. He here's the thing. He will, from a basketball standpoint, if that's what you need from him, he can get you there. Just like a Kawhi, Kawhi can get you there. But if you need intangible leadership qualities, you know somebody to make other people better, that ain't him. Mm-hmm. You know who we were talking about it uh, earlier today. You know who got a lot of people paid oh. yesterday or today and yesterday? Oh. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Steph Curry got a lot of people paid. Because he's a real leader. And he, and Sorry, yeah. All leadership don't got to be vocal, but he can get the best out of you from his play. Yep. People like Kawhi and KD are singular singularity um, talent. They can do everything. It, ain't, it don't mean it's going to make you better, but if you get them in the vicinity of getting a W, they're going to get that dub for you. All right, true. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to make the, the third and fourth and fifth person on the depth chart, they're not going to make them a better player. And it, and it's the same thing about Kyrie. Kyrie That's is LeBron same. territory. Mm. Mm. So can we say the same thing about Kyrie too? Because Kyrie can do the same thing. Kyrie absolutely has never made anybody better ever in basketball. And, and think about he this. He actually though. hurt that Boston team that he was on yeah, he did. more than help. Yes, he did. Matter of fact, you can make the argument that Kyrie is such a detriment. You need somebody to counterbalance him on the team so that he can be effective. Yes. From a winning standpoint, from a culture standpoint, from a you know getting the best out of other players. That's why, and I hate to say it, because Nick Wright brought this point up today. He was like, "Yo, the only person 
in the league that could deal with Kevin Durant and Kyrie, because you know they still want to play together, LeBron. even though they just blew up the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. The only person in the league I think that can handle both of them is a championship is LeBron. LeBron. He's the only person that could do it. And and then here's the thing: the Lakers would be stupid to balk at this in a minute. Trade AD, trade Russ, and then give them the farm, because the one thing that these early deals have shown is that people are willing to give five years into their franchise's future. So if the Lakers are about that, they might as well do it. I agree with you. Here's the thing. If I'm Brooklyn Nets, there's nothing you can give me for me to take Russell Westbrook. There ain't nothing you can give me to take that. But he, I don't but want that. Thing. I don't but want the problem. If, if, if you're, but I don't think, see, that's the one thing that a lot of people associate with Russ that I just don't agree with. In in terms of the locker room, he's not a problem. In terms of leadership, in terms of leadership, he's not a problem. In okay. terms of shooting, in terms of shooting a mid range jump shot, consistently, <laughs> he's a problem. But in terms of what Brooklyn now has, because here's the thing. I know KD and Kyrie have now taken the spotlight, but remember the headache of Ben Simmons is still there. 100%. They still got to deal with that. So why would I not want something tangible back to at least get Ben Simmons to play or to make people forget for the next year that he is a problem? This boy imagined that he had a back problem and had to have surgery. Mm. Huh? Yeah, I, I will take the Brody. I will take the Brody and AD in New York. B said, Here's my problem with Brody. Go ahead. Here's go my ahead. problem with Brody. Hold go on. Ahead. Here's my problem with Brody. I think, and I, you know what? I'm going to bring another player into this too. I think the diminishment of talent from Brody and James Harden has been in a steep, quick decline. And I don't think it's getting any better. That's why I don't want them. It's not even the money, because the money come off the book next year. You can take the money. The money's not the problem. I think the talent, the persistent play that they used to give you, that they used to once give you, I don't think they can give it to you no more. I think that's why James Harden is taking a pay cut in Philadelphia, because he knows he can't be the player that they need him to be if he eats up that much of the cap. And I don't think Russell Westbrook is ever going to be that player again. The decline has been too sharp, too quick. I just don't think they're going to get it back. Now, hey, listen, by all means, Russell, prove me wrong. But I, I, I just don't think that the get back, like I don't think if Russell Westbrook changed scenery, he's going to be like, yo, he back. If you just think about his last few stops, Houston, Washington, and the Lakers, his, it's taking longer and longer for him to catch his stride. In each of those spots, he wasn't popping in Houston right off the bat. He wasn't. You, you know why? It took him a little minute. You know why? Go ahead. Go ahead. And, but here's the thing, and and I know it sounds like defense, but it really isn't. But here's just the basketball c- combination of it, right? The chemistry that has to go along with it. He struggled in those stops, or it took him a long time to get his stride because another ball dominant person was there. If Kyrie. And Kevin are gone, and he plays with AD. The ball is now back in his hands, where he's been comfortable his whole career, right? In Houston, he had to share it with James. 
He had to move over. Then they said, no, back, no, move back over to the one. We'll move James to the two, right? Then the same thing in L.A. Even, even his stint in Washington, it took him a long time because even though Bill predominantly plays the two, all of the offense is geared towards him, right? So there's not as many opportunities for him. But I think now you give him a situation where it's just his, it is what it is. Well, well, my question to you, my question to you would be, what is Ben Simmons then? Mm. To get I just the told best, you. but I'm saying, I but, to get, but if to get the best, I know he's not playing. But if you're going to keep him and you want him to play, the best version of Ben Simmons is him having the ball. He's not going to score, but him having the ball and being ball dominant. And if you're going to tell me I need to pick between the two. I at least rather go with Ben Simmons because he's the younger actor. So I feel like yeah, but we're but we're problem. talking about we're talking about in the upcoming season, right? Yeah. We we all we all know that at the end of the day, this is not a long haul future deal that the Lakers would make. I mean, the only long haul piece in it would be AD, and then you would have to worry. Brooklyn would then have to worry about his health. And how he can maintain that. So the rush problem, like you said, would only be a year. I think, again, it takes a lot of the mental pressure back off of Ben. Because Ben now, with KD and Kyrie gone, does not have to rush back to the floor to play. Mm -hmm. Because if they're gone, nobody in New York is hearing that you have back surgery. They want to see you opening night. And then, is Ben going to be ready to handle that no. by himself. Hell no. Let me let me let me just read some of these comments here because because we got a, we got some comments going on. Um, I'm gonna start with B's. He said um, Russ was Batman in OKC. Aaron said that he agreed uh, with uh, Steph being a leader. He also agreed with Chris. Okay. Uh, B said Katie and Kyrie okay. are straight killers. They do nothing else. Same player, different body. Neither one can elevate their team's play. They just go get buckets. Um, Hannibal said Russ getting paid 47 mil too. Um, let me see. Aaron also said, I don't agree with Zion getting the keys to the city. Uh -huh. let me see. Uh, yep. And you know, there was Aaron was also agreeing with you about, you know, Simmons being there. B said, he said, a problem is guys don't elevate the game. Russ and Harden can't play off ball. They are not effective off ball at all. Got to learn how to score off ball. And Doug said, a lot of these dudes feel KD is the best in the NBA. He's one of the best offensive players around. He can't lead a team to a champ, to a chip as a leader. I agree with Chris, but this season, if the Clippers is fully healthy, they're going all the way or the Grizzlies. Oh, it's all oh, about stop it. health. Stop it. It's all about health. Hold on, hold on. Hey, was it all about health when Luca was cooking their asses in the bubble? Or was it all about health when Denver came back 3-1 against them in the bubble? I don't believe in the Clippers. Hey. I don't hey, believe you, in the Clippers. Let, let me tell you like this. Playoff P is still the same playoff P. Facts. And I ain't, I, talking, I, about, I ain't talking about pleasure P neither. I mean, even though he, he sounded like him from Versus a couple weeks ago, but it's the same thing, people. It's hey, listen. The same thing. Uh, also, Yo, when I hear about Pleasure P, I think about the pink on P Valley. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, I want to shout out uh, one of my, you know, 
good friends who I've come to know from social media. He does a lot in the community. He's also a beat writer. He has great things to say, my man. Um, also from, you know, uh, Sirius Sex and Radio, Michael Wilson. Um, he's already out in the West Coast. He said, he said, I don't want to hear NBA owners ever complain about salaries. Players, get your money. Yes, that's what we're all about here, man. That's what we're all about. We're all about players getting their money, man. All about that, man. Because um, a lot of these owners, they don't want to pay. They, they don't want to pay these players, and they want to cry, but nah. And a lot of people get mad when these players taking these deals. Why? What tell me why. Uh, again, I just want to shift it real quick because it's a lot of people who get mad at these players that are getting these crazy contracts. Oh, you soft. Why would you leave? You, Yo, do you see gas take prices? That money take that money because it's there. Yes, agreed. Take, listen, I am not mad. I'm not mad at, at GP2. I'm not mad at Arnold Porter. I'm not mad at Mo Bamba. I'm not, I'm not mad at no. The yeah. only person, the only people that I'm kind of shaking my head at is the front office in New Orleans. You know, and, and Trajan Langdon is there, Chris's boy, a former Dookie. But I'm trying to understand how you give not only the keys to the city, but you give 231 million of rookie max to somebody has that has not played a full season. Mm. Like what is going on in New Orleans? Mm. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I I don't know. So so that was that was the only thing. It was like that one, and then the Minnesota trade today. Because again, this is. This is Rudy Gobert that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Seven years of first round picks. Mm. 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 And you, you took on that contract. Yeah. And I mean, was it just to to hide cat because that Anthony Edwards is the future of that franchise? Oh yeah. Definitely. But but what does Rudy Gobert give you, not only basketball-wise, but in a league that is changing the way that it's played? He showed that he couldn't even be Draymond Green. <laughs> so why would you I, – I don't understand that. that. But, again, it's Minnesota. Alex Rodriguez, I expected more from you, sir. Yeah, come on. How? 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 It's, again, like you said, it's Alex Rodriguez. Uh, Doug said, I'll bet you some wings and chips. Uh, he said, I'll bet you some wings that the Clips are Grizzlies uh, for Aaron. He said, you know, you can't deny that. Also, uh, B said, Bradley, Bradley Bill said, fuck winning. I need that bag. And I ain't mad at that, man. Yo, I'm not mad at Bradley Bill at all, man. And then he, he also said, said, said hey, hey, you see Bradley said, Bill? I'm you see Bradley Bill wife? see Bradley Bill yeah. wife? That's expensive. Go ahead, man. Go, go take care of that queen. There you go. Hey. <laughs> Yo, Brad Bill said, yo, I need all that. Run me that. So then so then uh, Mike said, he said, someone sticks five years, $150 million in front of me. My response would be, give me the pin that, that works, please. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever color you want. I don't give a goddamn if yo, you pink. I'll take but it. But it's just, it's just like the Knicks, like right? Uh-huh. The Knicks take such a reach on yes. Jalen Brunson. Yes, yo, but that's the Knicks, a though. Reach. That's the Knicks. Yo, Ruck, they like old I new players. I disagree. Okay, go ahead, Chris. Okay. Hold on. I'll tell you why I disagree. I'll tell you why I disagree. I agree with you from the standpoint of I don't think Jalen Brunson is that guy. 
Okay. Okay. But if if and I'm sorry for the background noise. No, no, it's not, if, not. Yo, we can't even hear it. Honestly. All right. So, but if you think about it like this, where would you rank Jalen Brunson as a point guard in the league? From anywhere from one to twenty, where would you rank him? Mm. This is just an experiment. Where would you rank him? One to twenty, Jalen Brunson. Oh man, maybe. F- I know what you want to say. Fourteen. Fourteen, fifteen. I was going to say. I, I, I was saying. I was saying. I was thinking twelve to thirteen. Okay. Yo, do you know what uh, uh, the fourteenth and fifteenth point guard money is? About twenty-five, twenty-six million a year. Mm. You know what his contract breaks down to? Twenty-five, twenty-six million a year. And I know because it don't feel right. Because when you see it, you go, "I don't feel like he's that guy." But yo, that's what the fourteenth and fifteenth ranked point guards are making in this league right now. Mm. But but so he's he, he, right. He's a privilege 14th, to the market. Okay, it's, so he so we can say he's realistic to the market, but he is going for the Knicks. He's going to be thrust into the starting role for the Knicks. Oh, no, the it's, not going to save Knicks. <laughs> it's not going to save the Knicks that if you break it down, he is really getting paid what he's worth at his position at, at the position. moment. Exactly. Because he's with the Knicks and they are dying, <clears throat> dying to be good and relevant. So he's not going to fix that problem. I'm just saying that when you break his contract down into his position of where you think he is in the NBA, it's actually justifiable. Again, it don't feel right. Mm. It don't. Mm. And listen, it's just it's justifiable that I gotta pay college tuition. It don't feel right though. <laughs> I know I gotta do it for my kid, Yo, but it don't Marco, feel right. Marco. But it's justifiable. So so um, B said that he had him at fifteen or seventeen. Um, B's also said he said nah, Rudy gonna protect the back. Um, he said he really is going to protect the back end, still high end rim protector. Also, I just okay, want to get so, these comments. Wait, wait, wait. On Zion. Let's, let's, let's talk. Let's talk about Bees' comment. First of all, Bees pause. Yeah. Oh my god. Protect protect the back. The back. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, Bees. Oh, no, somebody get caught on the line. Hey, hey Bees, Bees, you freaking off right now. Freaking off. <laughs> Listen, I get that. I get the fact of a rim protector and all that, but again. For the style that Minnesota was playing this year, how does he fit? Who does he help them beat? Does he help them beat Golden State? Does he help them beat Phoenix? Does he help them beat the Clippers again? There you go. Right? These words. I ain't Those pausing the, either. Word. Do, does he help them beat Memphis? So h- how does he become effective? Because even if you looked in the playoffs this year and you watched it, even for Memphis and their style of play, they couldn't play Steven Adams. They couldn't play Steven Adams because he didn't fit in all of their matchups. So you have to look at matchups and and to leverage seven years of your French of your franchise's future on him. Come on, bees, you freaking off, yo. Hold on. Who is the Minnesota Timberwolves general manager? I don't know. I don't know, because they, they fired uh Flip Saunders' son. Okay. Because I think at one point he was the coach and general manager. Let me see here. So I don't, I don't even know right now. You gotta look see. that up. Let's see here. Let, let's see. Let's see here. We got we got we got to look this up, man. Because that, hey, I'll find it for you. Um, but 
let me see. I'm just getting to some of these comments here. You know, again, everybody, thanks, thanks for you know tuning in. We appreciate y'all so much, man. Thank you so much. This is the Don't Shoot the Master podcast. On B said, yes, seven years, way too much. Um, he also says screen and roll with lob. Um, okay, let me get that off. With the lob threat, he said Memphis drives to the basket. So he said you got it there. Doug was like, leave my Knicks alone. Like T.O. said, that's my quarterback. <laughs> that's my quarterback. And Mike, you're right. My quarterback. Mike Wilson said, you know, my you know, my Celtics needed a true point guard and they got Brogdon, man. Hell yeah. You know? Yo, that's a big pick. The, the Celtics right now are the early winners because they got him for nothing. Yeah, man. They got him for absolutely nothing. So, yeah, I agree with that. And and that was a piece that you know we, everyone said after watching that NBA Finals, like, hmm, if the Celtics just had a true point guard, they get past Golden State. You know what I mean? Like they. You and you know, know what the other thing really is? Do. What's up? You know what the other thing is about Mal- Malcolm Brogdon? He's an excellent defensive player. Oh yes, he is. Yes, he what's, is. What's going to happen with this move and what has to happen? And Chris, tell me what you think about this. Tatum is going to, at some point, have to decide that he can play the four in the East. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 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 I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, because what he was doing, man, yeah. Like I said, I'm I'm not I mean, getting on him I'll too say bad, this, though. but, you know. I don't agree with uh, you, Quet, that if the Boston Celtics had a point guard, they would have won. I think they, it would have been a more competitive series. Maybe it would have went seven. Well, I, I was, don't think they would have won. Well, I was saying in I general, listened. a lot of people were saying that, I'm, you know, if they have a true point guard, then, you know, then it, it will be a little closer. And it would have been a little closer. Slight I agree edge, with that. But slight I, edge to the Celtic. That's what a lot of people were saying. That's what a lot of people were saying. I think that, um, and I know we didn't really get to touch on it, but I don't think nothing or no one was getting in the way of Seth getting this chip. I got to be honest with you. Okay. I got to be honest with you. And this is coming from a guy who, when we started talking about it, I think I picked Boston in six, did I not? Yeah. Yes, sir. You did. I'll pick Boston in six, and some and somewhere in Game Four, I said, "Oh, now Steph ain't losing." Now it wasn't he not losing this game. He not losing this series. Mm. He ain't one losing it. I found and, that out Game Four. And, I don't and, know when y'all and, found it out. And, but that's and, what and I did. Chris, and Chris, be, before the championship was won, can you tell the people what I said to you when I saw you that that morning? Oh, yo. So you came up to me at, literally. D line for me right at the job and said, Warriors by 20. Mm. And I said, I said, in Boston? And he looked me dead in my eye and said, 20, and walked away. That was our whole conversation. Uh, B said, said, B said, now Boston cut cut down. uh, They, I don't know, they went in six. Uh, He said, I had Boston in six. He said, Tatum had most of the turnovers. Um, in playoff history, he said they cut that down in half. Shit is done. So that's what he's saying. Nah, if they cut it down in half, they lose uh, by ten. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it. You think so? I mean, because you, you uh, so you don't think that those turnovers. Hold on, don't it wasn't just up? the turnovers. Listen, the it turnovers wasn't. played a part. It wasn't just the turnovers. First of all, they other than a bad shooting game that Steph had. Mm-hmm. And that was one bad shooting game that he had. They could not stop Wardale, Stephen Curry. Couldn't, mm. couldn't stop him. And you know, who, you know who could stop them all game long? Andrew Laquivius 
Wiggins, okay? <laughs> was shutting them down all night. I'm sorry. Those two things was listen, I can't I don't know I don't remember Jason Tatum's shot getting blocked as many times as I've seen in this series. Mm-hmm. By Andrew yeah. Wiggins. Yeah. The turnovers ain't changing that. I'm sorry. And if you tell me that Steph would have had to go in another gear, I think he had it. Hey, re- remember this, and people don't understand this. When he did this, the ring, that was in the second quarter. Oh, hold on. Hey, Rob. Hey, hey, can you give everybody a flat? What did he say when he pointed to his hand? <laughs> what did, hold he on. Said, what did that, what did that born again Christian say when he, he pointed said, to his hand? He said, effing ring me. <laughs> mm. And he, hold on. And he didn't say effing. No. <laughs> he did. He put, he put all the middle in that. Holes. So. <laughs> So we got some questions here. Uh, also, Doug said he said Smart is a true two guard or small forward. Uh, you can see what the Celtics. Um, he said you can see what the Celtic pick, what the Celtic disappeared the last game. Also, Mike Wilson said question. Uh, he said, does the East go through Milwaukee still? Hell yeah, hell yeah. Yep. <laughs> if you tell me Chris Middleton is healthy, I still don't see nobody in the East beating the Bucks. Mm. It's going. And they, and, and, go ahead, Chris. Oh, I would have said, and and if you would have told me that it was going to be the Bucks versus the Warriors, oh, that definitely was going seven. Uh, and then who knows who wins? I, you know what? Probably Lee Milwaukee. Okay. Because Giannis hey. is that nigga. He is that dude. Hey, listen. Not only is it still going through the main streets of Milwaukee, but on the low, they have let the Milwaukee Bucks retool. People are not going to talk about it. Joe Ingles is going to be an integral part of what they do in Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. And the boy can shoot. And he's another defender. I'm telling you, yes, it does. Mm -hmm. And they ain't even started to spend money yet. Yo, you know what's so funny, right? Um, And and again, and I know people talk about chips all the time, and I know people talk about winning. That's cool. But what happens is when you let a team that won a chip rest and retool, it gets ugly. Because they learn how to play. Look at Golden State, right? Teams like that, you learn how to play in the playoffs and in championship and when it matters, right? Because you let these teams, and I ain't going to say pause, bust their load early. Like, okay, cool. Go ahead. You get one Nigga, or two. You better say pause. I ain't saying pause. <laughs> I'm like bees, man. I'm freaking off, man. I'm 38 years old. I ain't saying pause. So you let. All you right, let pause the... <laughs> Well, go ahead, then. Do it live. <laughs> <laughs> so so what I'm saying is now Giannis got a chance to relax. He didn't have to play in no Olympics. Only thing he had a chance to do is just watch, right? He had a chance to watch. He had a chance to get better. He had a chance to get focused. And he had a chance to get better with his teammates. That's scary. That's scary because he's still one of the best players in the world. And you got, you know, and I know we talk about KD. We talk about Kyrie. But again, like we said, chemistry and matchups. One thing about Milwaukee, they know how to play together. Okay? Giannis yeah, is still right. Giannis is still one of the top players. Again, you give him you give him uh, Middleton, I'm telling you, it's a different ballgame. But not too many teams Yo, can say that. But but I will say this, right? And 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 this is the thing. The mentality of a champion is something that 
you can see come through uh -huh. in championship situations. True. But to give them, to give a wounded champion confidence. Yes. And that's what the league just did with Golden State. That's true. Because you had them in a situation where they were questioning themselves. And Draymond Green said this two years ago. Don't let us win another championship. That's what he said. And, and look at the moves that they made. People may look at Golden State losing a lot of what they had. But all they did was make room for the younger players that they wanted to play That's anyway. It. That are ready to play. That's it. Oh yeah, they just want to get they want to get Kaminga and Moody up to speed faster. That's all. That's now listen, you don't want to lose GP two, but like you know, GP two is almost thirty. People think he's young, mm -hmm. but he's not. He's been floating around the league for a long time, mm -hmm. and um, yo, he got to get his money. So I, I don't I don't fault him for getting his money. He got to get his money. Let him get his bread. You know what? You let Auto Auto Porter. I didn't even know his wife was from Canada. So you let them go up to Toronto. Yeah. You let these young guns. Mind you now, they got a first-round draft pick this year, a 6'10 dude with a bunch of mm -hmm. acne on his face that look like a young Clay Thompson. And he can get it going. Listen, they got and, a plan. Bob Myers get, is one of the best players in the league. Back. And you get Wiseman back. You, and we you get still a lot don't know stuff. the potential of that. That could be huge, man. Mm. B said, B said uh, he said, Golden State also has some lucky roads Wins with other teams injured, as as well. Yeah. I'm just saying. All right, all right. Is, is, is B a Boston fan? Uh, I don't know. B, uh, I don't know. Is he? All, all, all I know is he is San Fran fan. Yeah, he's San Fran fan. So he's so he's good. His word counts. So, but here, here's what I don't understand about the lucky roll. Mm -hmm. What lucky roll did they have? Well, first of all, what champion? Who wins the championship where other players on other teams don't get hurt? That's number yeah. one. Because I can make the I can make the argument Boston wouldn't have got to where they got to if Chris Middleton didn't get hurt or that the Milwaukee Bucks wouldn't have won it last year if James Harden and Kyrie weren't um compromised. Like there's always you can always play that game. But Tor I'm just saying Toronto, in general Tor yeah. Toronto yeah. Toronto would have got Toronto would have lost and they would have got swept. Listen to I don't I don't know if I can say this any more clear. If Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson and Boogie Cousins and Kevon Looney weren't hurt out or compromised because they all four were in that situation. Mm -hmm. They would have beat Toronto 4 oh, I promise you. Mm. I promise you. Yeah. So also Mike said, uh he said Buck players know their roles and their players stay in their lanes. Portis coming back to the Bucks is big as well. Again, when you talk about good teams like Golden State, the Patriots, they have a certain way, right? They have a Ain't system. nobody talking about the Patriots, man. I know you don't like the Ain't Patriots. Ain't nobody talking about the Patriots. I'm not talking about Green Bay either. But listen, so when you're talking about teams like that, yes, they know how to plug and play. They know how to say, hey, this is where you're going to play. This is what we need from you. And we don't need no more, no less. If you want to get more, cool. But this is what we need from you. Don't do too much. We got it here. And that's the beauty thing about it. He said, not a Boston fan, but I like how they defend. Okay. But no, I just want to know. I just want to know what were the lucky breaks this year that the Golden State Warriors got that is not comparable to I don't know every other championship that's ever been won. The only I one mean, that people are going to talk about is Memphis and Jai getting hurt. That's true. it. But 
Can we remember that with Ja on the floor, they lost by 30? I'm about they to say, yeah. Memphis, no, they they, they, they beat Memphis nothing. by 30. And you know what? I'll make the case. I'll make this case. Memphis played Golden State better once Ja was gone. Yes. Now, listen. They've been playing better without Ja. Let's not forget that. They were playing better or, without Ja. Or I think it's just a they, – they did. But I just think in this particular series, without Ja, they are a great defensive team. And they, they posed problems that the Celtics couldn't even pose against the um, Golden State Warriors when Ja left. So, and if I'm not mistaken, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but I know I'm not, with Ja not there, didn't they not beat the Warriors by 55? Absolutely. 55. Absolutely. I'm it was in there saying, whoop that trick. Whoop that oh, trick. So, that? Yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. to me, to me, Ja being gone wasn't like their ticket. Now, if you want to say, oh, well, they didn't have to play Phoenix, I can't help it that Phoenix lost a game seven at home by 40 to Luka Duncan. Like, like, what am I supposed to do with that? Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm supposed to blame. So it's, And I'm not saying that he's saying this, but you can't blame Dallas for beating the number one seed at home in a game seven by 40. I know one thing, it was already at a game seven, which anybody could win. If I'm not mistaken, and again, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, did they not 4 1 Dallas? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. okay, uh-oh. That's the that's the daily trivia challenge for one thousand dollars. If you could answer this question, I'll send you a thousand dollars. Who won the nineteen sixty five NBA? Who got thousand dollars? That was the that was the uh, buzzer for. That was our that was our um trivia. You didn't know that? I'm just fucking. <laughs> hey Chris, where he getting that money from? Yo, you know what? To his cash app. I know our cash app made up, and I know he sold two fifty. I know he sold two dollars and fifty cents. And we ain't get it yet. Yo, I keep telling y'all, send me your cash app. Nobody want to see me your cash app, man. You know what I'm saying? Yo, hold on. Again, and I keep saying, coming from the guy who has cashed at me multiple times, to open his cash app right now, oh, yes, and he noticed he got two Chris's in his phone. Yeah, but I don't want to send it to the wrong Chris. That's my son. And he can you know I'm the regular Chris. I don't want to send it to the wrong one, though. But, uh-huh. yeah, but again, yeah. that's neither here nor there. Hey, hey, Chris, listen. Cash app got our pictures, too. So Yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> You, you ever notice those niggas start talking about money all of a sudden? I, 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 you know what I mean? Yo. All these things start popping up. You know what? Oh, man. Listen, listen, they, listen. They Mike Wilson. never get you his money. Listen, but listen, Mike Wilson got it. He said, listen, you're getting married. You don't have $1,000 to give. Exactly. He knew it was a joke. Ha ha. And gas prices are sky high. <laughs> so he knows. Hey, 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 Chris. Hey, Chris. That's why he didn't invite me back, back over his house. Because he moved out to his couch. <laughs> Yo, yo, fat, hold on, hold on. And, and I and I mean this with all the vitriol in my in my voice. Don't y'all let this black nigger fool you. He got money. No, I know. <laughs> no, I know. He got money. Hey, 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 Mr. Wilson. Uh, the views that you are hearing are not those of DSTM. Okay. All right. He's like, whoa. He said, whoa. What is this? I'm never going back with XM. Hey, listen, this is why I don't get invited on XM Serious, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this is why this is why Quack gets on. <laughs> I'm playing from TV. Listen, listen, this is about me. This is about bees, okay? All right? 
You're making a good point, okay? He light-skinned, okay? What do you think DSD is? It's, it's in for dark skin, stick together, ma- always. Maybe. Wait, these ain't dark skin. Though. He light-skinned. We got to go against him, Chris. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Nah, for real, but listen. He said, I'm laughing pretty fucking hard right now. There you go, Mike. Listen, Mike, this is this is our show, okay? This is our show. We like to have fun. We cuss. You know, we said, you know, some stuff you got to pin the kids' ears. Friday nights, we get wow. Sunday, we try to be a little more reserved cause, because people come from church or wherever they come from. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but Friday nights, Saturday, Mike, we get wow. You're going to hear the N-word more than once. Tell you that right now. We actually got better, okay? We actually got a lot better. No. So yeah. Oh, hold on. Remember, we used to go on Fridays at like twelve o'clock. Yes. And it was like a Buster Rhymes concert, okay? Yes, it really was. <laughs> Mike, that's why I love you. He said, "Listen, this white guy is laughing hard. I love it. You got to, you got to." Um, now, Chris, I know you got to go. You know, soon. So no, no, no. You sh- I'm good. You good? Now. Oh shit. Oh shit. Mike, Mike, t- put the kids to bed. That's about to get crazy. That's about to get I'm, crazy. Uh, listen, y'all had me. I said, you know, everybody uh, didn't know the privy. But I said, you got a hard 20 before I could, I wasn't going to be on camera no more. I can't be on camera right now because y'all know why. Right. So, and as a matter of fact, I could get even more rocky now. I ain't on camera. But, um. <laughs> Yo, B nah, said, um, B said, freaky. He said, Friday night freak off. Exactly. In the words of uh, Cedric Entertainer, uh, keep the party going. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of keeping the party going, right, I want to talk about. All of this shit going on in college basketball, football. Chris, I know we didn't get to talk about it a lot. Ruck, I know we didn't get to talk about it a lot. You know, the NILs. Um, now you got to shift with the uh, Pac-10, 12, 8, 7, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Right? Now, you got UCLA and USC going to the Big Ten. Now, again, because Chris about to go off, so it's Ruck. And I can't wait. I love how they use the term stupid athletes. I mean, student athletes. I love how they use that. But you got teams from the West Coast playing teams in the Midwest and the East. But you want to tell me that these kids are, you know, student athletes. But then you got people like Nick Saban. Amateur athletes. Exactly. You got people like Nick Satan. You got you got people like uh, 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 Jimbo. You know, going at it, a dabble Sweeney, having all this to say about these kids. Talking about it's going to ruin a game, okay? So you telling me, well, you ain't had those kids on a plantation eating oodles and noodles and, 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 and busting their ass for a Nike tracksuit that you can get on Canal Street for $2. Okay? That wasn't ruining the game? But now you want to tell me Oh, well, we're going to send a West Coast team over to play East Coast teams because these are student athletes. So tell me when are they going to get to be students? Because I can't wait until those USC kids sign the NIL with Cripple Cola and Blood Cola. I can't wait. I can't wait. Who want to take this? Chris, Chris, remember when we was busy and we used to watch (laughs) DuckTales, homie? Yeah. DuckTales. Shoo! 
You know what I mean? I love it, though. I love how they talk about wanting to stay together, all this, that, and the third, but we all know what it is, man. Like, call it what it is. Like, like, please call it what it is. We already know, uh, you know, how it goes down. Pay those kids. Pay those kids, right? Pay those kids. Chris, please, Chris, I again, I'm going to let you go because, you know, Ruck, I'm going to let him go, too. We've been talking about this all, I don't know, since we started. And I'm loving that they're getting paid. I'm loving how they are doing. Galaxy007 on Twitch, how you doing, love? Thanks for tuning in. I love it, though. I love it. Chris, talk that shit, man. Talk that shit, Chris. Talk that shit. Well, look, man. You know, it's funny. Um, It's funny that you brung up the word student athlete. You and Russ, y'all both brought that up. And how heavily they lean into that. And also, amateurism, you know, preserving the purity of the game. Uh Uh-huh. But it's always been about money. Always. And as soon, and I mean as soon as they couldn't control some of the money that was coming to the kids, now all of a sudden, they want all of the money. Yep. Yep. Because let me, let me, I'm going I'm to give somebody, and you know, everybody know I'm a Buckeye fan, so obviously I roll with Big Ten. But I'm going to give you a statistic that most people don't know. What's the biggest conference in, um, what's the biggest conference in uh, college football, guys? Uh, is it the SEC? SEC, right? SEC? Yep. Rup, you say yes? He went, well, he got um, thumbs up because he got, he got, he got right, a nephew oh, in the camera. Got you. So, that's an, and you are correct. That is the number one conference in college football. Now, here is the trick question. Who makes the most, what conference makes the most money? It has to be in the, the NCAA. Yeah, is it the Big Ten? Huh? Yes, it is. It that, is the Big Ten. Because that's why they're going over there. by a little. Because that's why they're going over there. by a little. Nope. A whole bunch, which is, which was probably going to uh, make people go, hmm, make them scratch their head a little bit. The Big Ten, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, and one more college, I can't remember the fourth, they have more donor money coming in just from no four schools than the whole SEC. Would it be Notre Dame? No, Notre Dame is not a um, Big Ten school. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're now, talking about Big Ten, okay. Now, listen, I'm going to tell you this. Big Ten has made it abundantly clear that they want Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. They, they're not going to get them, though. They want Notre Dame. Notre Dame is in a unique situation with their own TV network, with their own TV revenue money. It's, it's, it's a whole thing. That's why they're independent. Mm-hmm. We're not even going to get into the nuts and bolts of that. Nope. But it is no coincidence that USC and UCLA, who have been both been down programs for a while, yep. are now trying to join the conference in college football that makes the most money. Mm-hmm. And now you're about to have these kids. Tell me how... Um, you let me know this. Tell me how USC and UCLA going to do when they got to have a, a a 1 o'clock kickoff game in Wisconsin in December. Oh, they dead. They dead. They dead. How, how they going to fare in that one? They or, dead. Or, or, oh, 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 oh. What about this one? What about when you got a 1 o'clock game in uh, Rutgers all mm. the way in New Jersey? Mm. And you got to basically do a 3,000-mile trip. But, you know, they're amateur athletes, though, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, also, ooh, 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 Chris, ooh, Chris, ooh. Now, tell me how you're going to do when you got to stay out on the East Coast, right? And then, you know, you got to play another. Then then, and then you got to go back to play Penn State. How does that work? 
how, yeah, how yeah. How, how that's gonna work? Man, Yo, so, but I but I tell you, I tell you what will work in this equation. That USC and UCLA being down years for their program, being down years in recruiting, this was a great move for them to start recruiting on the East Coast. Because 100%. now, can, can I bring people from Wisconsin, from Pennsylvania, from New Jersey, back to the back to the West Coast? Virginia. Because not only will we come here and play, your family will get to see you, but you know you get that NIL deal, yep. and you'll be in sunny California. Yep. Cause it never rains in Southern California. Hey, hey Chris. Yes, sir. Hey, Chris, um, who's the head coach of USC again? Oh, is that Lincoln Riley? Oh. Where did Lincoln come from? Hmm. Hold on. You telling me that I could also get kids from Texas to come too? Because it's in the middle? Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Let me tell you something. Great. Great money. And let me great. tell you something. This has been I, I I don't got no inside information. This has been in the works for a while. I bet you. As a matter of fact, I bet you when Lincoln Riley came over to USC, he knew mm-hmm. that they were about to go to the Big Ten. Yep. And I want to I want other people to hip up to this. Oh, let me tell you something. Clemson gonna be moving soon because ACC ain't shit. Nah. Florida No disrespect. No disrespect to y'all. Because I know we got some Seminole fans up here. <laughs> I know I know we got some Seminole fans in this building. But Florida State been trashed for 10 years. Yes, sir. They've been Probably trashed for 10 weird. years. And Miami probably been trashed for 15. Yeah, since they left Clemson the Clemson has been head and shoulders, the best team in the ACC now, going on a decade. Mm-hmm. It's time for them to move conference. And they're hey, going to. And here, and here's the thing. Not only are they going to, but you mean to tell me you think Dabo's going to pass up an opportunity to play Nick Saban? Nick Saban, excuse me. <laughs> and Jimbo? Exactly. No. And and to recruit against other teams in the SEC. And and again, here's the other thing too in terms of competition. USC and UCLA put them in the self, put themselves in a great position to get into not only the FBS playoffs. But to back to major bowl games, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So this was a great move on their parts. Yeah, and even for the Big Ten. Yeah, it is. You know, it is so funny. So I just want to read this comment because Mike, you know, he covers the Pac-12. He covers West Coast all that. He said, um, he said, like you said, Chris. I just want to go back. He said, Pac-12 revenue is three hundred and forty million. Big Ten revenue is six hundred and forty million. No brainer for the Trojans and Bruins. He also said, covering the Pac-12 like I have, this is beginning of the funeral for the Pac-12. It's been the funeral since they were the Pac-10. He said, I grew up in the Pac-12, graduated from the Pac-12 school, but this is disappointing. I'm a U, I'm an ASU, um, University of uh, Arizona, Colorado, Utah. I'm on the phone with the Big 12. Yeah, he really is. He said, I think Washington and Oregon will be the next to leave. B said, well, listen, Fuck Nick Saban. Those, are next, those are the next two biggest schools, right? Yeah. Those we are the next I know two? who Oregon is. Oregon, Washington, you got to consider Utah. But let me tell you who not coming up. Don't nobody want Oregon State? No. Nope. Don't nobody want Oregon Nobody want Arizona and Arizona State? Colorado. Nope. Nobody want so Colorado. nobody wants them. So you about to have you about to have a, a few conferences that's going to be, they're going to have these kingdoms with no king. Mm-hmm. Because... The Big 12 lost their king. 
Texas and Oklahoma yep. gone. AC, uh, Clemson about to lose they, uh, ACC about to lose their king in, in Clemson. And USC and UCLA, m- m- more USC, has been the brand of Pac-10 football for, I mean, just forever, all right? Yeah. There, is a, there is a sturdy tradition of USC versus Ohio State in the Rose Bowl because those were the cream of the crop. So, mm-hmm. so what do they Where do they with the Rose Bowl? There? What do they do with the Rose Bowl now? What do you do with the Rose Bowl? Oh, you can well, still listen. have it. Hold on. I, and, and I'm going to say this pretty clearly. Who gives a fuck about the Rose Bowl when every other year the Rose Bowl is incorporated into the four-team playoff system? Well, that's true. True, yeah. And mm-hmm. a playoff system that they have already said that they are going to expand. Oh, good. So they're going to take all the bowls. All of the major bowls are going to be into the playoff system. So there will be no more traditional, you know, Sugar Bowl and Rose Bowl with those traditional teams going to play each other every year. That thing's about to be done. Or as Keith Jackson would say, the granddaddy of them all. The granddaddy of them all. The granddaddy of them all is about to be, run me my money. Hey, granddaddy's die. Sorry. Hey, granddaddy die. We selling the farm. (laughs) I'm serious. That yeah, you know, that's what it. You know what? It's it's so crazy because like I remember when, I re, again you know we, I remember when Big East did this to UConn, Miami, and it was remember it it shook college football, college sports. They were like, what? The Big East is disbanding. I mean, it tore the Butte Big East basketball up. And then we seen when I seen Texas A and M go to SEC, and then I remember also when I seen Colorado go to. I was like, yo, this is. I don't want to hear no more about this is about the kids because we already know what it's about. And it's so sad, but call it what it is. I think that they're just going to just get, what, three conferences and just make it work like that. And that's it. Come on. And that's it. Run it. I mean, because, you know, you don't have to do it like the NFL does. You know, they got you got your, you got your West teams, you got this team, and SEC West, SEC South. Like, that's how you're going to have to do it after a while because, I mean, we don't need all these, like, again, like the whack, like no disrespect. Again, because, you know, I know people who play D1 ball, but, I mean, when you're talking about the grand scheme of things, like, those schools aren't getting looked at to, for, like, the big bowls. And even if they do well, like, look at Cincinnati. No disrespect, but we know how that turns out. You know what I'm saying? And, yo, know you, you know what the, the funny thing is about this whole conversation that we have not begun to talk about, but we need to? Mm-hmm. Moves like this are not only the the end of, you know, what we saw as college football in these great conferences, mm-hmm. but these moves are great for HBCUs. Mm. This, so? stuff, this stuff helps. This helps Dion mm. because Dion can now sell a kid and say, hey, listen, you see what's going on. You see how these people are moving. We're going to have the same TV responsibility and things like that because they're going to have to show somebody else. Yes. Mm, you're right. Right? You're right. Because so, you you know what? Because I and I'm sorry to cut you off because Randell said, well, because me and Coach Kev, we were talking about, you know, the uh, HBCUs, you know, moving. And Randell said, well, where do they get the money from? Like you said, right? You tell me, right? Now, now you got some good coaches in an HBCU. You got um, Eddie George. You got Deion Sanders. I'm taking those games over a, a, a team, Boise State or North Dakota. Like, I, I'm I'm sorry. Like, I'd rather watch those kids. And then with the recruits that they're getting, like you said, Ruck, now they're on ESPN. Before, they used to be on ESPN 8. Now they're moving to ESPN 3. Soon they're going to be ESPN 2. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, you know, 
being facetious here, but seriously, you you are correct. You are correct. And Michael, again, and I'm gonna let you finish, bro. Mike made a great point, Chris, and you're gonna love it. He said Big Ten has the East Coast market, the Chicago market, and now they have the LA market. The money for the Big Ten now will have is ungodly. About to be out the, yo, it, it was a lovely deal for everybody, right? USC and UCLA get to join the moneymaker, and everybody wants the California market. The California market is the West Coast market. Yeah. I'm sorry to yeah, say it. That's true. The California market is the West Coast that's market, true. and you got the heart of LA. Literally, Cal. come on now. But you, you tell me, you telling me that all the stars ain't gonna be on the sideline for USC to win. When Michigan come to town, and you know, I think Michigan is ass. Hold on, what but did you Michigan say? To- did you just say the N word? He, he said it twice. I did. What? I did. He I said did. it. Twice. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I did. Go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. Because let me tell you something. I might hate that team up north. <laughs> he corrected himself. But I, but I, but I love the Big Ten more than everybody else. Yo, okay? but, but, but Chris, but not even that though, right? Like, you know what? Like, it's another team in there. Like Michigan State, they are sneaky good, right? Like, I don't care what you say about Michigan State, but just imagine them going down to the wire against USC, right? Or Listen, UCLA. You, you know what I mean? Like that every, is old school ball right there. Every big time game that's played in Penn State. At night, it's called the whiteout game. Yes. Have you seen one of those? Yes, crazy. Have you seen one of those? Hmm. And listen, we win all the time, so it's no big deal to me. But it's <laughs> great atmosphere. Yes, it is. It is. That that atmosphere of UCLA going into Wisconsin in November could be absolutely crazy. It also is going to be a sight to see when Ohio State travels to California. Mm. To play in the Coliseum, yes, against USC, like on a warm day. Hold on, I'm gonna hit you with another one because it was trending today on Twitter. Who can't wait to see Lincoln Riley versus Ryan Day? Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Who can't wait to see Mm -hmm. two of the best recruiters who recruit the best quarterback playing each other on a Saturday night primetime game twice a year? uh, You know. Once a year. But again, in LA though, they think about watching a Big Ten game, right? In December in LA. Oh, my, oh, one, more, one more thing, one more thing. A thing that I don't think people are picking up on too much. What is the major problem with the Pac 10? Um, I'll tell you what the major problem is. They play too late. I'll bother the, the East Coast. For the East Coast, yeah. 10 o'clock games, you can't watch that shit. They play I'm too sure. late, right? Yeah. So now. You got your two biggest teams in the California region. When they play, when they play their primetime game, it ain't gonna be at ten o'clock at night. Nope. It's gonna be at eight o'clock. Yep. It's gonna be at eight o'clock. Eight. When they play their, their um their daytime games, it ain't gonna be at five o'clock games going against all of the SEC teams. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be at one o'clock. And guess- so when you get your Heisman, when you get your Heisman hopeful. On the on the on the West Coast side that now get to get shown off on the East Coast more it's gonna be something. Oh 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 oh! Listen, Mike. Hey, listen, you you are correct. Mike said, "Great show, guys. Y'all gonna like this." He said, "Gotta go." Wife said, "I'm heading to the bedroom. You coming?" Okay, okay, Mike. Oh, 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 oh. Somebody's about to get to me. Okay. <laughs> 
He said, he said she about to get this big ten. Ready to bite, but Mike said, Mike said she about to get this big ten, and I'm a pack twelve on her. I'm sorry, no disrespect, Mike. Steven C, what up, man? What's good, yo? You, yo, you missed the basketball talk. I think you would have loved it, man. Scroll up. We was talking about ball. Really, really, really good stuff, man. Um, but I cannot wait. I love it. I love the shake up of it. I just hate that you know they say it's the you know student athletes, but now with the NIL, these kids getting their money, they getting the Lamborghini, they get everything that they want. I love it, and you know it's gonna be more to come. I'm gonna bring you up a topic. You know, I know this is off the cuff. Uh huh. Go ahead. Please. I'm gonna bring you up a topic that we was talking about at work the other day. How is the N the NIL going to affect the NFL in the future. And here's my scenario. Okay, please. I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a quarterback, not named Archie Manning, going to Tennessee, a black dude. Mm. Yes, sir, Hawaiian. Rumor, Hawaiian dude. Rumored to have an NIL deal in the range Nine of 10 million. million a year. Damn! So here's my question. So here is my question. What's going to happen when he's a junior and I don't know, the Jets got the number one pick again, and he don't want to go there. And he goes, you know what? I wasn't going to go. I, you know, I was going to go in the NFL draft, but I'm getting $10 million a year here. I'm just going to stay at Tennessee for one more year, and I'll see who's the number one draft pick next year. And or, and or, what are they going to do if they keep, if the NIL deals keep coming up, and then you get drafted somewhere in the third or fourth round, but you was making $8 million a year in college, and you got to take a pay cut and play around $2, 3000000 million a year. Mm, damn, Chris. What is the NFL going to do about that? Ooh, yo, yo, yo. You know what? Because people laugh about the U, or the uh, USFL, right? People laugh. But, Chris, you bring up a great goddamn point. I got to think about this because these boosters can get together and say, yo, listen, I want my own team now. I want – I want – I want uh, my uh, my St. Louis team to play. I want my Texas Oilers or something crazy like that. That's a good question. I didn't think about that. I'm going to sleep on that, Chris. Ruck, Ruck, what, what you got to yeah. say? Please, if you're in the chat, what you got to no. say about that? So so my thing about what Chris just said is, is think about it. Not only is this guy rumored to have a deal in that range, not only are they already touting him as like one of the best Tennessee recruits that they have had. What? But Ryan Day made a comment a couple weeks ago. We said it's gonna take over thirteen million dollars to to run his team. Yeah, he did. He did say that. So, so at some point, it has to break down because the NCAA at some point is gonna say this is too much, right? Are but Ruck, but Ruck, are they? Because let me tell you something, the NIL deal is beneficial to the NCAA yes, as well. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, it's so it's so beneficial that they think it can save off the Power Six just moving out of the NCAA, which has been a fair there for a long time. So the the thing about that is is that how long will this run its course? Right? Will the powers that be at the NCAA, NCAA get tired? of paying athletes, and then will the NFL look at it and say, you know what, I know we got this age requirement thing, but... Um, now that's, see, now see, that's where the conversation went. 
That's where the conversation went and where I wanted it to go. But I just want to double, before you go into it, I just want to clarify. The NCAA ain't playing the Payers. The NIL deal is just allowing outside sources to pay the players. The NCAA still ain't giving a dime of what they make to the players. Hey, love. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they definitely not, but I think it's for them, it's always going to be what they can control, right? Mm. Because with these NIL deals, it's it's no longer that you can't sanction a player for autographs. The, the, the Ohio State team does not get into trouble about those rings with this in place now. Mm-hmm. No, they so don't. How much, so how much of a control does the NCAA still have or will they have? Because, well, listen, again, they what, open what, the door, they don't – what are you going to tell a kid coming in making $10 million? What you going to tell him? And well, but that seems like a, a school problem and not an NCAA problem. If it's a school problem, it's going to become an NCAA problem. So, so Stephen C., please explain. He said they should have a cap. But how do you put a cap on something if you don't you know, know what the arbitrary number is? You know what I mean? Because you can have a kid that say, well, I might make $5 million this year. I might make $1 million. You know, like, how do you put a cap on that? And 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 then are we still, again, like, you got lawyers out there that's going to get paid off the yin game. They're going to be like, no, you can't tell my client how much to get paid. You got injuries. You got other things to, to consider. No. You but, can't tell my client. But I want to say this. The NCAA and the powers that be just can't shut this off. We got to remember, no. this went to court, yes. got, Supreme you know, court. just got settled on. This, I mean, this is law now. Now, I'm not saying that it won't get modified. It probably, you know, everything that starts out is basically the the gold rush was the fucking wild, wild west. You know, you got to, at some point, you got to put some restraints on things just to, you know, to hone it in. But it ain't here yet. Mm -hmm. Oh, Ruck just walked out. He he just walked out. Um, So, Steven C., he he said they, they will be too young for that kind of contact. They're not developed enough for that grown man contact. I mean, are you talking about the kids? Well, here's what I was thinking, or here's the conversations that we had at my job when we brought this conversation up. What's stopping the NFL team from going, you know, we'll just take them young and we'll just develop them. You know, we'll take them here. He won't get too much punishment. Yep. And then when he's ready, we'll put him in the league. Mm. Yeah, so, again, this is why, to me, when you're talking about – hold on, let me, let me get myself right. So this is why when you talk about the USFL, that is the leverage for the NFL. This is I going agree. to be very helpful because, like you said, you could have that, a farm system. Yes, and that's to me is what it is, right? Now they can say now the players who aren't getting paid so much, but they still got the NIL deal. They're like, hey, listen, do you really want to play here? You know where the you know you, you're going to be too old. You can't play in that league for but so long. Why don't you just come to the USFL? That way, you know you're going to get a guaranteed contract after a certain amount of years. You're going to come up. And we're still watching you. Like, the USFL, to me, is in a great position. I don't know how, like, or where it's going to be used at, Not, but to me, it's in no, a no, great no. position. Hey, Quet, and I love your point, but I want to just make a small correction. Not the USFL. Listen, y'all don't remember that we watched this two, three years ago? With right? The, what was Ballers? Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was mm-hmm. what is what is Dwayne the Rock Johnson the commissioner of? XFL. XFL, buddy boy. Mm-hmm. 
Yo, my ish always works sometimes. But but see, but XFL, but, buddy. but here's the thing though. But I think that the XFL and the USFL will merge. I think that they will merge, and they're going Why to not? merge, and the NFL is going to be in a conundrum because now, Chris, right now, again, I'm just spitballing here, right? Now you got a kid. Let's just say my man, you know, Bryce coming out. You got my man Cam. You know, let's just say I got a little John John. He come out and they say, yo, yo, we making 20 mil a year off our NIL. We ain't going to NFL. We going to the USXFL. We good. And then you got some other kids like, and Deion Sanders like, I'll coach over there. I'm telling you, it's. Hold on. Quick. I'll do you one better. Yeah. I'll do you one better. Please do. I see your, I see your full house. Okay. And I'm gonna raise you. Okay. And say, what if a kid? What if a kid go? Eh, I made my money in college. I'm good. Ah. Uh, exactly. Exactly. I made my money in college. I don't gotta go through the abuse no more. My mama and them good now. Right. Or or or. Hey. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Let me. I'm sorry, Quet, but let me ask you this because we haven't talked about it on the show, and I know a lot of media channels have talked about it. One, what did it take to get Arch Manning to Texas? And two, we all know that Arch ain't hurting for no money. At all. What if he just says, I wanted to be the greatest college quarterback ever? Mm. You know well, what? Well, exactly. When you're making that kind of money with NIL deals, maybe yeah. you could just do that, right? Yeah. Maybe you could just do that. And then, and then. Let's, let's not get it twisted. Now, Archie is in a different position because we all know Archie, uh, Archie ain't hurting for money. No. We know that Arch Manning ain't playing so he can feed his family. But we know a lot of these kids do play to feed their family. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much they really love football or, or do they love football for what they can get out of it. Mm-hmm. And now, instead of killing themselves in college to get to the NFL to get it out of it, they can get it out of it in college right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, or, As a matter of fact, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna play these four years in college, make this money, get my degree, put this money to work, so I don't gotta get my head dashed in. Or, 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 check this, right? Check this though. Check this, and I'm gonna do you one better. Let's just say this big old pharmaceutical company, and say, hey, you're such a great, you know, Mr. Roll. We love you. You know, you, you know, you are a, a scholar. Um, you know, we're gonna pay for you to go to school, right? And guess what? We because, you know, a lot of these people, they just love their college. College is bigger than NFL in some places, right? It's, it's bigger than NFL. Yes. And they say, hey, we're going to pay you your $10 million while you're in college because, you know, you are sponsoring, you know, our company. And we're going to make sure that you get your education. And we even got a job for you when you get done. How do you like that, buddy? How do you like that? I'm saying, man, <laughs> this the, the new world that we living in yeah. with the, with college football uh-huh. and I and not just college football because yo I, I scroll through Instagram and I see college women basketball players Nike deals uh-huh. uh, I love uh, it. Steph Curry deals um 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 Gatorade deals Under Armour also Under Armour I'm talking about high level sponsorship that professionals can't get. Uh-huh. I see them with women college basketball. Yo, Paige Beckers is getting banked. Yep. Aaliyah hey. Boston is getting banked. Hey, Amy Spud is getting yep. banked. Yeah, South Carolina's women basketball team had clocked somewhere close to $10 million. Mm. 
Come on, the now. women's basketball team. I love it. Now you t- hold on. Now I'm gonna do you one better. You tell me what WNBA team is bringing in that kind of money? Shit, I wait. Hey, matter of fact, yo, free Britney Grinder. Exactly. Word. A hundred percent. Word. But again, let me tell you, Britney Grinder. Just a pivot. Britney Grinder is in a world of trouble. Now you like that, right? <laughs> I like what you did. Britney Griner is in a world of trouble, yo. Damn. Yo, just doing some, watching some stuff on CNN, watching some stuff that Angela Rye was talking about. Yo, they, they legal systems don't work like ours, fam. Mm-hmm. Yo, it, literally, you are guilty. It's just how guilty are you mm. out here? That sin that she facing is real, man. And again, you got to remember, real. and then you got to remember, it's done at this time right here. Like, it, I mean, we all know what it's about. But like you said, Chris. Of course. It, we it all know what it's about. It ain't if you're guilty, but how guilty are you? And you black too? And she And gay. I just want to say, I just want to say, her oligarch did her dirty. Oh, yeah. And I know a lot of people don't know what an oligarch is over in Russia. But think of him as a liaison to Putin slash. It, really, it's almost like a knight. If you think about it in like uh, you know medieval times, they're almost like knights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her oligarch said she was good money. She said she was good. Yeah, right. that nigga lied. Of course. Mm-hmm. He said, "Yo, I'm gonna get you out," and then everything started happening, and he couldn't pull no strings. His her oligarch is the owner of the basketball team that she plays for out in Russia. Mm. He knew it was dangerous. He knew she shouldn't come. Hey, but he said, I got you. Of course. And because the WNBA don't play these uh, women players what they're worth, they all, a lot of them, most of them, got they deals to play overseas to get the real money because that's where they really get rid of that. Yeah. So instead of staying home, Brittany Griner had to go out there to get that bread. And she got caught up in a political situation that Biden, and I'm sorry we're getting political, that Biden isn't doing anything because he's so fucking soft to get her out. Yep. Yep. You ain't saying nothing he's wrong. He's trying to play this super political where he needs to just get on the phone with Putin. Who do you want in exchange for Britain? Because Britain yes. needs to be home. Yeah. They, well, we already got a Russian dude over here that they want. So, like, yo, what's good? Take so, it's, so it's like, let, let me take. Because, you know, there's, like, laws you can't do it until you get a pardon from Putin. Putin does what the fuck Putin wanted to over there. Yep. People need to understand that. Mm-hmm. So, you need to get on the phone with Putin. What's, what we got to get to get Britney home? Mm. Get Britney home. Whatever, if you got to renege on something later, you, you renege on it later. What we got to do to get Britney home right now? That's it. Word. Yep. Yeah, man. Now, I agree, Chris. I, That's I all agree. I got to say about that. No, I, I agree. And, and, and this is so relevant because... That, that NIL is going to change a lot. It's going to make a lot of players say, yo, I don't need to go overseas no more. Like, I got, give me give me, give me, me my five mil. I could sit on that. I can live off of that for a little bit so I don't got to go play over mm-hmm. And it's also going to help the, M- the uh, WNBA because a lot of these players don't have to go over there, especially after this situation right here. It, it's really going to ramp up a lot of things. And, oh, yeah. And, 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 you know, Ooh. honestly, like, I would love to, for the WNBA to be as big as women's college basketball is. You know what I mean? Because it seemed like once women's college basketball is done, it's like it's just it's yeah. just a drop. Yeah. And and it needs know, to be. Yeah, and, and then also I was I was listening to it, the it because, of, it's because of the colleges, because yeah. of the alma mater. Yeah. You know, people, you know, 
you know, you got a lot of following in that, not even because they love basketball sometimes, because they love their team. Yes. You know, they, they that's where they went. They, they rep their team. What, do, what does my school need that they're going to provide? Yeah. And and the WNBA get there. I mean, at some point, you know, and and maybe this is just my opinion, but I think someone in their offices just really needs to pull out a, a United States map, and that will help them kind of govern where they put these teams and how they can get those same followings from these big college towns. Like, there, I mean, Connecticut having a Connecticut son here is. A, a great thing, but you know what? Maybe it doesn't need to be at the casino. Maybe it needs to needs to be a little bit closer to stores. Maybe yeah. it needs to be in Hartford, you know. But I think the WNBA will get there. It, the NBA has to help its its sister uh, franchise and conglomerate grow, and I think it will. But for this situation, you know, these are the times that we need our political leaders to step in and help because she's been over there way too long. The situation is dragged out way too long, and we all know at this point it's as easy as a phone call. That's it. That's it. Now, I, I, I definitely agree with you, Ruck, because what, what you're gonna, what you're gonna see now, you're gonna see a lot of these players getting paid. You know, a lot of them are being followed, but now they have what? What does everyone? What does big all these top athletes have? They have merchandise, right? So now you have an NIL deal, you have a sneaker deal in college. That's going to bring people with you. Now you're making more money. Now, you know, now the people around you, now the WNBA, that's going to make money. I mean, listen, the WNBA is, is only, what, 25 years old? You know? Mm-hmm. The NBA, I mean, it didn't really get popular until it, it, it took about, what, 30, 40 years to really get going. Mm-hmm. So um, it wasn't until David Stern took it overseas. You know, because at one time the ABA was, you know, was winning and they was like, hey, mm-hmm. hey, come over here. So it, like you said, Ruck, it is going to take some time. Um, I think that a lot of NBA players are getting involved. I love, um, uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to mess her name, but Della Vadon. I love her sneakers. I'm actually going to buy a pair if they got it from men. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. That was about as bad as Sam Darnold. <laughs> Who? You know her. You mean Elena Della Don? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know Della Vadon. <laughs> <laughs> yo, listen, yo, listen. It ain't about me, man. Listen. Hey, man. Hey, man. But, hey, Chris, I bet you you won't mess up Tarasi's name. Yeah, yeah. No, he won't. Nah. No, he Diana, won't. No, won't. I love Diana. No, he won't. I love Diana. That's my girl, man. He heard, he heard the stories about stories. Anyway, we're going to move on <laughs> to the next subject. <laughs> that's it, man. Listen. That's it. I'm done. Hey, Chris, we're going to pivot. <laughs> yeah, we're going to pivot. Because let me tell you something. If you from out here, if you from out in CC, you heard the stories about the rising up the stores, okay? Let's just say, let's just say she's the changed woman. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yes, she is. I'll just say that. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to go there. Um, let's, let's just say she had her fair share of the guys and she moved on to women. Anyway, let's uh, go let's to the next subject. Yes. That is my next subject. I'm, I'm done, yo. I'm done. I'm done. I, I, I had a great time as always, man. I, I love what we do here, man. I'm done. I'm done. Right. I, I, Chris. Again, everybody that tuned in, you know, on a check-in, I appreciate everybody that liked, shared. Thank you so much, Stephen C. Thanks for joining in. Uh, Bees, Doug, uh, uh, Aaron, Mike Wilson. Um, thank you so much, man. Um, just everybody, you know, even hey. if you catch on late. Thank you so much. Hey, listen, let's not forget to shout out our sponsor. Yes. 
WYBC. Yes. 94.3, the rhythm of the city. Yes, 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 yes. Can't forget them. Can't forget them at all, man. We appreciate it. Um, Before we go, you know we got to have our in-house deacon give us a good old word. And I just want to say, Ruck, thank you. You you make my day every day, every time I uh, open up my um, Instagram page. I appreciate you, good brother. Always got a good word, man. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you so much, man. Um, you got to have a good word on them knuckleheads you deal with. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, so give us something, man, before we go out, man. You know, we can't let you go. We can't let, we can't let the show go off before we give our uh, good brother a word, man. Go ahead, man. It's, it's Friday, man, so I don't know how good this is going to be. Okay. But uh, we're we going to do something. We're going to do something for the people. Listen, people, um, you know, we have started 2022, you know, way back, and we started talking about just what we're going to do for ourselves, what we're going to do to accomplish our goals, our objectives in this new year. And it's been crazy, right? But here's one thing that I learned that I think we need to get really in our spirit. As Country Wayne would say, let that sizzle in your spirit, right? Don't be the friend to others and become the enemy to yourself. Hmm. Say, say that again. Don't be the friend to others okay. and become the enemy to yourself. Ha-ha! Listen, God. people, we, uh, we do a lot for people in our time. We do a lot for people in our lives. We do a lot for people in season. But we cannot move for those people without moving for ourselves first. Mm -hmm. So don't give so much of yourself that you have nothing left to give. Mm. My God. So that's the that's the word this week, people. That's our version of say word. And as we always say, listen, just be easy. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Well, listen, man. On that note, man, I got. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got something to say. I got something to say. God damn it, I got something to say. Oh, shit. Go ahead, man. All right. Look, I know we probably won't be up here for a while. It's a busy week next week. But you probably won't see us until next week. Am I correct on that? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm right yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm pretty sure so not, is. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to see us for a while. So I do want to take time out. Come on, don't do this. To man. congratulate my boy, Marquette Sutton. Who will be tying the knot next week? Uh huh, man. And taking that long walk down the aisle. <laughs> I want to say to him, I want to say to him and his lovely fiance, soon to be wife, that I wish y'all nothing but peace, blessings, and many years. I hope that y'all stay black and highly favored mm -hmm. for as long as you both shall live. Amen. And that I approve, not that you need it, but I approve. Of this marriage, because you definitely found yourself a good one. Thank you. I have never seen you happier with anybody else, and I hope this is, I hope this continues for a long, long time to come. I love you, brother. I Thank can't you, wait man. to be there. Thank you. Man. I'm turning all the way up. <laughs> hey, okay. hey, I, hey, hey, and quite, I, I will say this: this is one occasion I don't mind looking like. A cool vice principal for a brother. Nah, <laughs> we gonna be there. Listen, y'all gonna be sharpening oh, yeah. the we're gonna do some things. We, we gonna be there, and all I am gonna be a nigga <laughs> on that day. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they are gonna. Yo, let me tell you something. Myra, you, 
they gonna be like, Chris, stop. Nah, we ain't. <laughs> nah, we ain't. It. Nah, we ain't. We gonna love it. You know, listen, I, I got something I, to tell y'all off air too. It's funny too, yo. Funny too. Cause I love, I love my brothers, man. I can't wait to celebrate with y'all. So, congratulations. To the bride and the groom. Thank you, love man. you, bro. Thank you, love you too, man. I appreciate that. Listen, man, I don't want to get all emotional, um, because it's been so. People always ask me, like, you know, are you ready? Are you ready? And I'll be honest, I am ready, but not have my mom's there. It really gets to me. Like that's like that. Other everything else is cool, but like thinking about my mom's not being there, that's what gets me. Other than that, I'm ready for it. But but having y'all, I'm telling you, has been you know the best. Like I said. Um, you know, even, even when we was talking and I was like, yo, but your schedule ruck say, yo, respectfully, the schedule is going to be there. So I always appreciate y'all, man. Love y'all for real, man. But, um, off air, I got something to tell y'all too. Funny as hell. On that note, thanks again, thanks again for tuning to another edition of Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. I'm your boy, Chris G. And it's your boy, The Ruck Report. Cheers. Peace. What's up, family? I'm Juan Castillo, and when I'm on social media, my favorite show to watch is the Don't Shoot the Messenger weekly podcast. Chris G, Professional Sutton, Rucker Report delivers sports the way it's supposed to be, real and authentic. So get ready to be entertained. My boys are ready. I'm ready. Let's go. The cameras are on, and zeros are on the clock. Get ready for the realest, most authentic, most entertaining sports podcast there is. You may think you know sports, but they know sports and speak the truth. Here to bring you that truth is your big three. Give it up for professional son, Chris G, and the Rucker Report, Jersey. There's nothing to debate when the message is this clear. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast.